Hi, I'm Clara, and this is episode three of Listen If You're Lonely. Since last time I didn't talk too much about loneliness, I thought I'd circle back to it and spend this episode on it. So, in the first episode, I mentioned a lot of reasons why I decided to start this podcast, but the catalyst was me ending a friendship. It wasn't toxic, but it wasn't healthy. We were friends for close to a decade, knew each other through middle school, high school, into college, even though they stayed here in Illinois and I went to a school out of state. But in, especially in more recent years, our relationship just wasn't equal anymore and it wasn't fun. They had a lot of mental health struggles, which I don't blame them for. I never would. But that became kind of their whole world. We couldn't go a conversation without talking about that. And so when I would come back into town, which wasn't too often, maybe once a month, it felt like we had such limited time and to just spend it wallowing really sucked, especially because I couldn't help them in any way and they didn't want my help. We actually had a fight about that more recently. They got fed up with me trying to offer advice to situations I didn't have expertise in, and they were totally right. It wasn't my place, but it's hard to watch someone you love struggle that way and not try to help. So what I ended up doing was taking a few days after that fight of having no contact and just reflecting on our relationship and whether or not I thought the good really outweighed the bad. I also talked a little bit to my therapist about it and to um, another one of my friends. And in the end, I decided it just wasn't worth the stress and the sadness to hang out with this person. So I started to pull away, haven't been answering their messages very often, and that was what really put into sharp relief that I was pretty lonely, because I don't have anybody else in Illinois. I don't really talk to anybody from high school aside from them. So it really made me wonder if I had screwed up by not keeping in better contact with people from high school. But then I tried, I, you know, I sat down and I thought through all of my high school friendships and how they ended. And it really just, when you're not seeing somebody every day, hours a day, it's definitely harder to keep up a relationship. And if you're more casual friends, it's, you know, I'm not saying it's doomed, but it's certainly not easy to keep those kind of friendships. And in high school, I was never super, super close to people. I had a couple friends who I'd hang out with, but no one I really called a best friend, aside from this person, and we didn't even really run in the same circles. Um, so high school was a really lonely time, and I had a really hard time with that. Every Friday and Saturday night felt just god-awful because there was nothing to do. I didn't really have a car at that point, so I couldn't go anywhere. 
and I didn't have anybody to hang out with because the people I did know who I was casual friends with, they had closer friends who they'd hang out with. And I just hated free time for that reason. I hated weekends. I hated breaks. I hated summer because the only time I'd ever see people was at school. And that kind of carried over into just needing to be busy all the time. And now I find it really hard to relax. Like at school this past year, I took slightly fewer credits than I had previously. So freshman year, I was taking 17 credits and then 16. But this year I took closer to 14. And for the first time since college started, I wasn't just mind-numbingly busy. And I didn't know what to do with it. I was just always like doing busy work. I watched Twitch streams like it was a chore. Like I told myself, oh, I have to keep up with what's happening because I can so I can tell my sister because if I don't keep up with it, neither of us will. And she has to know even though she didn't, and she didn't even care. And beyond that, I picked up a job working as a tutor, and I just didn't like to sit still, ever. And even when I got the second dose of the vaccine, I felt awful, and I spent the whole day in bed with a Gatorade and, you know, my laptop loaded up with some Netflix. And it was the first time, and probably since... Christmas break that I had just had a day to lay in bed and it felt so weird. So I think not wanting to have to deal with the silence really kind of screwed me over and now I'm trying to learn to just be there with it and that's what this podcast is for to just think about it and just sit here with, like I said, it's like loneliness is like an entity that's just there. And I'm trying to learn to be okay with that, especially since I lost the person that I had here. That part has been hard to, to kind of call it a loss because I'm the one who took the step back. I'm the one who took the step back, who cut our contact and stopped hanging out with them and it's hard to see it as a loss that can be mourned but I really do think that any relationship can be mourned whether it's romantic or platonic or familial if you lose someone even if you're the one who ends the relationship it's still a heavy loss, and you deserve to take time to process that. But anyways, back to being lonely in high school. Sometimes I tried to make friends with that loneliness, and I would do that by just doing things alone when I could, when my dad didn't need the car on Saturday mornings or something. And I saw a lot of movies just by myself, went to the bookstore a lot, stuff like that, to just try and do something for me, the kind of stuff that I would do with other people, but I just did it by myself. And 
that's when loneliness really felt like it was, you know, kind of sitting on me because I was trying to pretend like I was okay and that I enjoyed doing all this stuff alone because if you're by yourself, you don't have to worry about what other people want and how they're feeling. But doing everything alone starts to get tiring and boring too. I'm the kind of person that really likes going with the flow. And when I'm the only person, I have to do all the planning. And then, you know, every time I saw a movie alone, I had nobody to talk about it with afterwards or anything like that. And I'm not saying that you should never do things alone because it really is nice to do that sometimes. Like the other day I had what I call a reset day. I slept in late and then got up and had a cup of tea and some breakfast and then I went and saw a movie by myself and did a little shopping afterwards. And it was so nice to just have time for me to take care of me. But when you're doing that every single weekend, it's too much. And it's not a perfect substitute for having real, genuine friendships where you can have fun and you can have people to talk to. But on the flip side, I sometimes, I sometimes would get desperate for that connection with people and I would let some not so good people into my life. I, back then, especially, I was a bit of a doormat and I even had a teacher bring that up when we were talking about class recommendations for the next year. He told me specifically not to take this one class where we'd be doing a big group project because he said, I know you're going to let other people choose the topic and you're not going to be happy. <laughs> um, and it actually worked out great because then I took creative writing and now that's my minor in college. But different story. So not, yeah, especially in high school, um, not even, so yeah, I have had a couple of friendships where I've let people treat me as less than an equal, as a therapist instead of a best friend or something like that, where I'm just the person they can dump everything on, but then I don't get that same support back. And it's really taxing emotionally, especially when you're like a teenager and you're in high school or just starting college, not having a support system is really, really not fun. Um, and then it's hard to establish those boundaries once you realize that you're not being treated well, because at that point, the behavior is set. They know how they can treat you. They know how far they can push you. And if you start pushing back, it can blow up. It can become drama or fights or even the end of a friendship. And it can be hard to feel like it's not your fault when that's a repeat pattern. And that was my issue um, come last spring when everybody started going home and I realized I didn't really have a lot of people to talk to over quarantine. And I thought, 
it was something wrong with me that I was attracting bad people. But my therapist reminded me that it wasn't my fault. I was a genuinely good person who was really kind and really caring. And there's plenty of people out there who would see that um, compassion and take advantage of it. But it wasn't my fault. And it wasn't really theirs because they didn't mean to treat me like a therapist. It was just how they were used to friendships going. And it's not like that, that behavior needed to be corrected. But I don't blame them. I, yeah, there's no use in it. There's no use in being sad like that. Being and holding those grudges. Yeah, so I've tried to kind of forgive and move on because, you know, we were only teenagers. So, like, we don't even know who we are. We don't know how to treat people. But it really did a number on my ability to make friends in the future because I was always so scared of becoming the same therapist friend just stuck being the listener and never being listened to. The only time I've ever really managed to fix that was with a couple of friends freshman year. The three of us were not having a good time, but I was the least worse off. So partially I appointed myself this role, partially came from them but I kind of became the pillar to hold us up you know I had somebody a different friend actually come into my room a couple times because he knew that I was such a diligent worker and the only way he could do work is if he was in the same room as me and just absorbed some of that energy but I was going with them my friends to appointments and stuff and helping them you know get the accommodations they need and I was happy to do it, but it was really tough because I was struggling too. And through quarantine, since I had to go home and they were both in-state students and stayed there, we kind of all took a step back and they learned to rely on each other and the rest of their support systems and now we're much more equals. They know I can, they know they can come to me if they need help, and they have a couple of times, but I also can do that. I had a couple times where my roommate and I were just not having it. You know, we kept arguing or we were just sick of being in each other's presence. So I'd call them up and say, hey, can I stay the night? And they would let me, you know, I'd stay on their couch and their cat would sleep on my face. And it was really nice and it feels really nice to be supported and be able to give back and give that support back. So, but I'm not sure how to set those boundaries in the future because there's no way to sit somebody down and say, okay, I have written out a list of all of my boundaries that apply to every situation 
and you can do the same. It, it just doesn't, no, that's not how life works. If you figure out each other's boundaries by like feeling them out and that can hurt sometimes, you know, we misstep, you know, step over those boundaries. But I think that's the only way to really find them out, especially because they do vary a bit person to person. You know, you expect a little bit more emotional support from, you know, from your family than from a casual friend, from serious boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, than, you know, you're someone you've been on two dates with. So boundaries are like tough, especially if you're just if you just want a relationship and you'll take anything you can get, because I've been there, like I just said. But being lonely shouldn't stop you from standing up for yourself. And good relationships, I think, can come. They just take time, which sucks. And I wish you could snap your fingers and just have, like, a soulmate, basically. But that's not how it works. So. All right. I think I'll wrap up the episode there. So thank you for listening. And I hope wherever you are, you're a little bit less lonely. Thanks for listening. See you next time.